Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to issue 47 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie and happy to be home. <laughs> and I'm Justin and I am exhausted myself. Comic-Con was a rough one this year, folks. So much happened and we were so happy to cover it for you. But, wow, that last day, we recorded on Saturday. And the Sunday when we came home and had to ship all the stuff we bought... Man, I just want to take a minute to thank you personally for doing that because we were going to do it on Friday and time got away. We were going to do it on Saturday. Time got away and I had to leave early Sunday morning and left you guys holding the the whole car full of stuff to ship. So it was so much and your stuff was not what put it over the edge, but there was so much that the rental car the entire trunk was full, the entire back seat was full, the entire passenger seat was full. And I was left at the hotel with another box while Marjorie made a run to the Staples down the road and then came back to get me in the last box and our actual luggage. And my reasoning was, as a girl, I'd probably be able to get more help. Yes, I totally use my gender to get help sometimes because, hey, it sucks carrying 40 boxes into Staples to ship things. So I did have to leave Arnie at the hotel. I did tip the bellman very well. He laughed, and he thought it was the most he's going to carry out all weekend. He was very nice, telling me about his wife and his dog. So It was two bell carts full of stuff. You know, I'm amazed that we got that stuff up to the room in the first place. How did we do that? It was like such a whirlwind of, you know, grabbing boxes and running up the elevator and down the hall. And then once we had it all sitting there, I'm not sure how we did that. Well, the four of us went while Marjorie was still in the Hasbro line, Justin, you, me, Tobias, and Barrett. I was the bitch for Comic-Con, I think. <laughs> and we did a run and left the one of the helicarriers with Marjorie because it had a little white handle strap that broke. And so we left one of the helicarriers and the rest of us carried stuff. And then we went back and Marjorie had finished and we carried her stuff and the other helicarrier on a second run. And then we kept adding to it the rest of the weekend, of course. Yeah, I think I just blacked that out. That was a crazy memory, trying to get through that con floor with helicarriers under each arm. We have to give a shout-out to somebody who helped us, though, because the first helicarrier we shipped, the day after we got him, we went to the UPS in our hotel. Oh, my God. If I would have known just to bend over and grab my ankles, I wouldn't have gone there. $92 to ship one helicarrier. <sighs> Let go of my arm. And yes, that did include a $12 hotel convenience fee. There was nothing convenient about that. But that means if we went to another UPS store, we still would have been paying about $80. And I was just so disgusted, I shipped it anyway under the mindset every place is going to cost the same. But who was it who gave us the tip? Was it IQ? I think it was IQ told us that the post office would ship the helicarriers for around 20 a pop. And there was a Staples down the road that did post office shipping even on a Sunday. And so we ended up sending everything parcel post and saving a ton of money. Now, it's coming on a boat. Even if I'm in a landlocked state, it's coming on a boat. I promise you. 
I guess it was three helicarriers plus some packing materials, but still a lot, lot cheaper given that we were shipping four helicarriers plus about, we shipped seven boxes home to ourselves, two to you, Justin, and then like six others scattered across the country. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've got my one box of goodies. I'm still waiting for the helicarrier to show up, but I've kind of really set myself up for a little bit of a wait on that one, and I'm more than happy to wait for it. Now, this past week has been a flurry of activities over at HasbroToyShop.com. I'd predicted on our last podcast they'd go up for sale on Tuesday morning. They usually did. They went up on Thursday morning, and then again on Friday morning, all the exclusives. And when it comes to Marvel, the thing that everybody wanted, the thing that sold out the fastest, was the X-Force 3-pack. That's not too surprising. I mean, from all we can tell, Marvel Legends is more popular now than it was when it went away. So I'm not surprised that went really fast. What does surprise me is that the helicarrier stuck around for a while. It stuck around for several days. It is now sold out. I honestly was looking at it like, might it go on clearance? <laughs> might Arnie's I, hoping. Might I get a fifth? Cause no. I had it in my cart. I'm not going to lie. I had one in my cart because I could. And there's no free shipping on it, despite the fact that Hasbro Toy Shop says free shipping. They're going to charge you 30 in shipping. I'm like, do I need? No, I don't need. I will not do it. I did not do it. But if it had gone on clearance, I couldn't have possibly been so restrained. Yeah, I was kind of keeping an eye on that, too, because it was it was a number of days. I mean, nearly every other exclusive sold out immediately. I'm not sure what's still up there from this year's con. There's still Mighty Mugs from last year's and all that. But the Helicarrier is the one holdout for quite a few days, and I was thinking, all right, if that thing goes down below 100, I might have another one. It was the only item from this year's Comic-Con to last the second day. The first day, everything sold out. The Helicarrier was the last thing to sell out, but even it sold out in a couple of hours. The next day when it went online, it stayed online from Thursday through Sunday and even into Monday a little bit before it finally did sell out. But I was looking at it. I was giving it some thought. It was always, though, X-Force would sell so quickly. Masters of Universe would sell pretty quickly. And then the Helicarrier came in last. And I was posting this on Facebook and Twitter, so you should follow us there so that you can Get these announcements when these hot toys go online, or if you want to be sure you get it, sign up to our Sales to Astonish newsletter, because both days I sent out that newsletter, too, and subscribers would have gotten the newsletter in time to even get the X-Force pack. But these are some cool, cool toys. Oh, yeah. These are some great exclusives this year. I have yet to get my helicarrier, but, you know, saw it a lot in person while we were at the con, in the diorama and everything, so that one I can't speak too much about, but... I am not disappointed with the X-Force set. We got some great figures in here. Now, we mentioned on the last show that these are primarily repaints. We've got another Wolverine. And now that I have them home and in my hands, it's not the same body that they use for docking. We've got a new Wolverine going on here. It might be some used parts from other figures, but we've got a different midsection, different head, different arms, different boots. The whole thing's different, so I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't just a repaint of that docking figure. I really like the metallic claws on them. The fact that they're vac-metalized and slightly articulated, 
I really am impressed by those. I was almost convinced before I opened it that they might have actually used metal. That's how realistic they look. No, they look really good. And I love how they are slightly articulated. He's a good-looking figure. He's kind of jutting out his chin and pursing his lips a little bit. The bottom under the mask is the tick. It's slightly the tick. (laughs) It's the tick if you forgot to put in his dentures. Yeah. You know the tick makes funny faces. He also, uh, at least mine, has a lump in the jaw, like he's chewing tobacco. Yeah, maybe about on both sides, just below his the curve of his mouth. It's like he's trying to get off the cigars because Joe Casada said no smoking, so he's chewing now, and nobody can stop him. <laughs> I hope he likes that mouth cancer. <laughs> well, he's got a healing factor. He can't get True. cancer. Yeah, it's a little skull bandit's never heard of Wolverine. The next figure in there is Psylocke, and... I am so impressed with the face on this figure, the detail they've put into it. It's better than a figure, if that makes sense. It's just a lot more of a realistic expression on a face than I've come to expect from a toy. Mine might have a little bit of a wonky paint app going on, because one of her eyes seems to be wandering a little bit. No, she's got that. Okay. Her eyes are not centered on ours either. Perhaps she has a lazy eye. Maybe. Maybe her mutant power has nothing to do with vision. (laughs) <laughs> she uses a lot of the standard female body parts that we've been seeing on some of these new legends. But, you know, I'm digging her. She's got wiry, skinny legs, and she's definitely an upgrade from the previous Psylocke that we've had in the Marvel Legends line. So, What I like about her is that her face looks like it could actually be a human face versus the face of an action figure. Very realistic style in here, because I could believe this could be someone that's starring in a movie. Yeah. It doesn't look overly comic exaggerated, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And the fact that they gave her hair a nice wash with different tones, kind of like highlights, it just all looks really good. Yeah, I was going to mention that, too. It's if, In certain light, you can see little bits of purple against the black hair, and it's done really well. Not like the Madame Hydro that has way too much green going on in her hair. This one's nice and subtle. I find her bathing suit bottom to be somewhat creepy, with the way, like... The thigh is part of, actually, the torso and painted like skin. Well, that's called a French cut. <laughs> the articulation really makes it look kind of strange. And the other thing that I just don't care for but easily fixed, I kind of think her sword looks like the toothpick you'd put in a martini <laughs> with your olives. It does. It's a fancy drink toothpick. <laughs> yeah, it just needs that little pirate thing that goes over to protect your knuckles, and <laughs> you're all good to go. A couple maraschino cherries through there, yeah. you're ready to rock and roll. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> but I do like the buck a lot and the hair and the paint. It's a really, really good figure. Now, she's coming out again later, right? Just a different paint job? I believe all three of these are coming out later with different paint jobs outside of their X-Force appearance and some more X-Force appearance. Yeah, I guess Wolverine's coming out with more silver to match the Archangel that came in this pack and the Warpath that came out with that Deadpool a couple years back. You mean the Marvel Legends that started me down a dark, dark path of six-inch collecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my favorite figure, because size does matter, is Archangel. I have one question before you even say anything. How is he supposed to stand up? Yeah, his wings are kind of in the way. I think this is a hang-him-off-the-ceiling type of guy. Oh, Arnie got him to stand up. Yeah, you stand him up by just using the wings as balance. It's like he's standing on four legs. Again, the simple yeah. solution evaded me. <laughs> I like that the wings wrap around him and kind of give him that cocoon feel. There are 
articulated wings. That's what's awesome. Yeah. I, I picked it up. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. Yeah, I can't stop playing with them. They just pose in so many different ways, and then there's two little, I don't know what you call them, like other wings on the back to form a middle. They're not vac metalized, but they are so shiny. They are. Yeah, they're very, very silver. I almost wonder if they're cast in a silver plastic rather than painted. Yeah, because you know what? They kind of have a milky, silvery, like a melted silver, silver crayon. Yeah. Yeah, these wings are very, very much like the Marvel Universe versions of the Archangel figure. Just bigger and beefier. This figure, when it's a legend on regular shows, is going to be just as hard to find as this exclusive. Everyone is going to want this figure. Mm-hmm. Remember how hard Archangel was to find in the Marvel Universe line? Yep. I picture that multiplied by 50. Definitely. And I'm still a little bit confused as to what we're going to expect because that figure is going to ship with two variants. We're going to get him in his classic blue and kind of pinkish purple colors. And then they're saying they showed the picture of the one that looks just like it is in this pack, but they're saying it's different. So I guess time will tell what the differences are once we get these starting to ship. Maybe it'll be smaller wings and a death mask variant. Ooh, that could be kind of cool. But the head sculpt on this is incredible. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And the line work on him, too. You know, we've seen it where some of these paint apps, because they are standard bucks with paint jobs, sometimes you don't get quite the clean lines. But on these exclusives, I think they went all out with the paint. Yeah. And silver on black is a hard thing to pull off, but they did it here. It's nice and clean and crisp lines. A lot of times that silver gets lost. These look really good. Super happy with this pack, and I'm glad that we had a chance to get them while we were there rather than trying the Hasbro Toy Shop lottery. I do hope all our listeners were able to get them online while you could because these things have gone crazy high on eBay. Yep, and if not, before you go to eBay, it's always worth a shot to check in our trading forums. Somebody might have something there that you need and you might be able to help somebody out now did you get one of those to keep mint in box yes i did but that is the only exclusive i got one extra of to keep mint in box this year because as we were talking about over the weekend the next exclusive we're going to talk about didn't feel all that special the figures themselves are great but the packaging eh I didn't feel like it was anything special that needed to be kept mint in box. And this is the Masters of Evil 3-pack. And I know that much like they did the previous exclusives at Comic-Con, they'll keep these bodies around and we'll get versions of these characters other ways. But I really think some of these characters, it's a real shame that they didn't make more widely available. Like, the first one is Baron Zemo. And he's such an arch nemesis of Captain America and such a popular villain. The fact that he's just an exclusive seems harsh. Yeah, I can't imagine this is the only time we're going to see Baron Zemo. I'm guessing sometime down the line we'll see him in maybe slightly brighter comic colors or something. But like you said, he's too iconic of a figure to be just hidden into a three-pack that's hard to get. And he's not just old-timey. I mean, with Thunderbolts, he really came to the front. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing we'll see him again. The figure's kind of weird because the way they gave him the fringe around the boots, it's a plastic ring wedged on there. When I took him out of the package, I thought he'd stepped in something because it had fallen down to his ankles. <laughs> You're right. That is just a little piece that's slipped on there. It almost looks like they're upside down on mine. Yeah, mine too. It looks like it might look a little better if I flipped him over so that the little tassels hung low instead yeah. of high. <laughs> yeah, that looks better. Nice. 
And his little, I don't know what you call it, the thing that hangs over his shoulders and his chest. I call it a pimp collar. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a pimp dicky. Yeah, it's a dicky. <laughs> but he's wearing it on the outside instead of on the inside. <laughs> because he's that bad. <laughs> is that what badass people do is wear their dickies on the outside? <laughs> bad people are always showing off their dickies. <laughs> no, but I'm digging him. I'm not seeing too many recycled parts here. Nothing I recognize anyway. He's got the new swivel cut hips there, so he gets more articulation there and the nice ankle articulation that they're starting to use. It's more than ball jointed. It's because you can go side to side with the ankles. You can go back to forth. He's the only figure in this pack that comes with any accessories. He comes with a nifty sword and what looks to be either a Luger or a Han Solo gun which I have currently lost already. It does look like Han Solo's blaster from the vintage days. And he's got He-Man's sword. <laughs> yeah, a smaller version of the power sword. Yeah. <laughs> In mine, his hands do not want to hold either one of these accessories. That's a common problem. <laughs> You're right. He does not hold the sword. The sword is just too small for his grip. And the gun, or blaster, if you will, yeah, way too small also. And mine has apparently been eaten by the couch. <laughs> but yeah that's good figure for this set and like i said i hope he shows up again later on so other people can get a chance to get him but then we also got tiger shark now have you taken yours out of the package yet yes did you have a hell of a time trying to get his head free of the packaging yes i'm not sure if i ruined mine or not he's kind of got a little wave in his fin now looking at him straight on it kind of lulls to the right from where the packaging was really caught on him Mine has a bad paint app. I notice his pants. It looks like he bled. Hmm. We do have a wash going on here. His base coat is kind of a day glow orange with a darker orange washed over him. Actually, what it was, the wash stuck together on his legs. That's exactly what happened because he has a reciprocal mark on the other side. Good thing I got spares. Oh, you silly goose. <laughs> Mine has a loose torso. Mine too. Huh. Very, very loose. Like, I can just see inside of it. Yeah. I love his facial expression, though. It's like he's smiling for the camera and showing off the chompers. It's hysterical. He reminds me of a surf punk. <laughs> so he's got the mohawk and the teeth gnashing. I can see that. I can see that. I'm trying to think, have we seen this body on any Marvel Universe yet? Because this is a nice medium-build body that I don't know that we've seen yet. Because it's got, like we've talked about, the swivel-cut thighs and the new ankle articulation. He also has waist articulation in addition to the torso articulation. That waist articulation is very unique, and I do not recall seeing it on another figure. I can't guarantee it, but I'm thinking of our medium buck figures, and I've never seen one that I can trisect above the crotch. I know. It's weird. So maybe we're seeing a nice new buck that's going to be used on these medium figures going forward. As long as they tighten up the chest. Yeah. Because looking at the pictures going into the con, I, I would have thought this was a reuse of one of the Iron Man, you know, comic figure bodies. Remember those Guardians? Mm-hmm. That uh, kind of looked like that muscular build. But it doesn't seem to be those parts at all. No, I'm, but he's got great posability, just tremendous. And with the face and everything... A really good figure. I'm, and, you know, being a bit more obscure, he is perfect for an exclusive set like this. I can agree with that. And now the figure that I thought would be my favorite in this pack just goes to show that just because it's translucent doesn't mean that it's going to be a great figure. I kind of like Radioactive Man. I love him. 
he's cool, don't get me wrong, but he's not my favorite figure in the pack. And that's mostly based on the fact that we've just talked about these other two figures both have the new style bodies and articulation, and he's just using the old sculpts. But he's great. He's like got that old 70s wrestler outfit on and a little tunic, and he's lime green, translucent. I love it. I do love the translucency. His shirt, I can't tell. You say it looks like a wrestler's tunic, but it doesn't connect in his crotch. So no, it almost he's like, free-balling. Yeah, it almost looks like somebody on Cops without pants and just a wife beater on. <laughs> That's maybe you can't judge, you know. <laughs> I love the color green for him, though. You know, I wish there was a bit more detail in the face. They painted the eyes, but if they'd given him lips or something, maybe some solid green there. We've seen them kind of do that with the Iceman where... Some of it is painted and some of it is just the translucent plastic. I think that might have been a better choice just with his head. People who follow us on Twitter and Facebook know that I'm right now going back and reading all of Civil War. And so getting more familiar with this character and seeing him in recent comic book incarnations, I think this is perfect. I like his size. I like his outfit. And I just love that he glows in such a great way with this green. It is pretty sweet. It's not often we're going to get to see a translucent green figure, and I think they did a good job here. It's a per- like you said, perfect green. My issues are strictly with the lack of articulation, and that's only because the rest of the pack set a standard that this one didn't live up to. But aside from that, it's still a great sculpt and a good figure all the way around. Now, also in the three and three quarter inch line Marvel Universe, there's the X Men Collectors Pack that I almost passed on if it wasn't for you justin i would not have bought this i almost passed on it too but it felt like i think you kind of got the same thing i had going on on saturday kind of getting a little antsy because we had bought a bunch of toys but we really didn't have anything to to have you know i almost bought this just to open it (laughs) but (laughs) you know we walked by the entertainment earth booth and it was pretty easy to get in there and they still had them and it was like well we're shipping stuff home might as well grab it now and not have to worry about getting it at toys r us you know when it comes out later on so I'm, I'm glad we grabbed it, you know, because who knows with Toys R Us, it may or may not show up online. Here's what's killing me is that they said it was going to go online the Thursday of Comic-Con. And so I'm thinking that I can just wait and order it and not have it shipped home. This is my strategy with con exclusives is if they'll ship it, that means I don't have to. But it has appeared online but it is not in stock. And if you bought something else, you'd get free shipping. All it says is sold in stores. So who knows when this is going to be going online. The pessimist in me says who knows if this is going online. Now, last year, Toys R Us did have some equally, you know, faux exclusives, first available at exclusives. And I was looking at them until Christmas or beyond after that. But this is a set that, Keep Again, subscribe to our Sales to Astonish newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If it gets up online, I'll let you know. I've subscribed to the Toys R Us list to let me know if they ever come in stock. I'm now kind of wishing I'd bought more than one. Yeah, I'm glad with the one that I got because it's in that big box, and I'm not sure how I would display that. But we're dealing with 100% repaints of existing figures that we've gotten already here, except for the one exception of Angel. 
which is the first time we're seeing this character in this scale. And we've also seen that this exact same one is coming out as an individually carded, but in his blue outfit later on. He has some incredible wings. We were just talking about Archangel's wings. These wings are pretty sweet themselves. They're fully articulated. They go back and forth. They hinge at the peak of the smaller wings. And there's some incredible detail in the sculpting of the feathers there. It does not wrap around him like we thought maybe it might, but I'm pretty happy with it all the way around. He's got a great face sculpt, some pretty decent hair. My one little complaint is is we got a new hand that I've never seen before, and he's kind of given like a Heil Hitler type of motion with one hand. He's got a completely flat fingers together and pointed straight out. Hmm, that is a bit odd. It's like he's waving. (laughs) He's probably, (laughs) honestly, if you remember the Christopher Reeve Superman pose, the classic pose, he'd have one hand out in front like he's cutting the air. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do is to have that hand out like he's flying. (laughs) Directing traffic, salute, maybe he's in an army. Maybe he's in the middle of doing the YMCA. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that figure right there makes it worth it. And I tell you what, some of these repaints are better than their counterparts. Or maybe it's just that I got sick of seeing some of these on the shelves, like Apocalypse. This Apocalypse is awesome. It's got a nice blue metallic paint scheme going on and black boots and the little wires coming off of his back are a nice silver metallic now. He's a huge figure. He was one that was really hard to find his first time out. I remember... Back when we started Marvelicious Toys, he was one of the figures everybody on the forums was trying to find. And then he shipped again, and he kind of hung around a little bit, but he's always been a bit hard to find. I'm loving the metallic paint on this figure, though. Sometimes metallic paint I can take or leave, but this is just a really pretty blue. It is. I'm digging it. And it matches his lipstick. Mm. Can I point out that I think it's much easier to like a figure when it's shiny? I've noticed a theme. Shiny, we're like, ooh, we're like little raccoons. We love it. Well, I also like the metallic paint on Mr. Sinister here, but I like that it's not all metallic, but his blue ribbed body outfit is metallic, and then the rest is just a matte black. It's a really good look, even if he does look like he's trying out for the Insane Clown Posse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his face is extra white this time. It really is. He's he's ready for the dark carnival. (laughs) He's a juggalo, yo. Yeah, it's a different blue. It's a darker blue, and it's not as shiny as Apocalypse's, but You know, I think I kind of like this better than the regular release one, too. I think I do, too. I think it's just more stark. It's more contrasty with the black eyes, with the red pupils and the white face and the black outfit. It's a very striking color palette. Yep. And I'm still having the same problem I had with the original's cape. It just seems to sit odd. It makes his neck look all short and stout. I don't think, having seen many capes with Hasbro, I just don't think they get anybody's cape right. It doesn't fit on the shoulders or the neck. If they do get it to fit there, then it looks ridiculous somewhere else. I just Maybe it's a size thing, like they just can't get it right on the size of the figure. That and his cape is just intrinsically kind of goofy anyway, because it sits way above his shoulders anyway. And it's tactically, this is just a bad idea for a cape, because he's cutting out his own peripheral vision. And if it rains, he's going to drown. I mean, it's just a funnel right to his head. (laughs) Maybe he has, like, the little gasket, like, in some kind of old-timey scuba suit. (laughs) 
And then we get yet another Cyclops. This makes Cyclops number 378 since the line started. But I can't recall one with the gold visor before. Or in this getup either. I mean, this is a unique outfit. But it's the same Cyclops sculpt that we've been getting for a while. Does yours have sloppy paint around the visor on the head? A little bit up where the visor meets the head, it looks yeah. like it got a little sloppy. Yeah, I'm having that on both the top and the bottom underneath. Like, if you look up his nose, there's some blue visible in the visor. <laughs> don't look up his nose. Yeah, I don't know why you're looking up the action figure's <laughs> nose. And then his outfit counterpart, Gene Gray, who I believe both of these are just repaints of the... X-Men First Class comic packs that were at Toys R Us. Probably still at Toys R Us. I know they're at mine. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Still, they may be repaints. This is a line that was founded on repaints. <laughs> I like getting these new outfits for them. Just, you know, it's a fun line for me to get them in different outfits. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of Cyclopses, but not as many female figures. And she looks cool with the mask there and the X painted on her and the green and yellow. Agreed. Agreed. I actually need to take this out and compare it to the Toys R Us pack. I think this is the same outfit. I, I just looked it up. Yeah, it is a very similar outfit from the comic pack. There is some, you know, differences in paint. I think we are looking at different bodies here. This is a different Jean Grey body because the one in the comic pack had swivel cut hips. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And thicker thighs. She's kind of toned down the th toned her thighs a little bit. Curves. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they lined up the paint apps pretty decently for, you know, it having to go across the boob articulation, the waist articulation, and the hip articulation. It all lines up pretty well, so. And then we move on to the reason for myself getting this pack. After seeing this in person, I knew I just had to have it. We get a very cool translucent Iceman. And I know we've had a translucent Iceman before. We've had a white Iceman. This one's different. They've given him a paint app of like a sprayed on white that's kind of matte finished. And it really feels like an ice cube. You know how ice cubes get cloudy and they're never as clear as they show in commercials? This is what he feels like. He actually feels like he might have been molded out of ice. I do really like him. It's a very cool way to do it. Mine's in the package. Is he gritty? He looks like he'd be gritty to the touch. Oh, like kind of like a very fine, mm. sandy... No, he is smooth, but that's a testament to the way that white paint app went on there because it's, you know, kind of dulls it and it looks cloudy. But then they leave other parts of him completely crystal clear, transparent, which makes this whole thing just all that much cooler. My only problem is on mine, and tell me if it's like this on yours, the top of his head is completely transparent and there's a solid line. So it reminds me of the Steve Martin movie, The Man with Two Brains, like the cover <laughs> of it where it's him and he's cut off at the forehead. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that is one thing that I was going to mention is that it looks like he was wearing a hat when they were putting on the, <laughs> the white spray. <laughs> Honestly, it looks like he was in the package because it's right around the line where the <laughs> bubble goes over his head. <laughs> it is pretty noticeable when you're holding him and everything, but at the same time, it's hard to focus on him since he is so transparent that it's. I don't think it's going to bother me too much. What I love about him beyond that, though is his face. The fact that they gave him the blue lips and the blue eyes, it really adds a lot of character to him. This is a jokey, jovial character. He's got a big grin on his face, and it really makes it for me. 
Yeah, and I think this might be the head from the Spider-Man and Friends pack from way back when the line started. It came with Spider-Man and a white Iceman, and I think Spider-Woman at that time, or Firestar. Firestar. I have that pack signed by Stan Lee under my television. Nice. I think it's the same head from that one, but a different body. But all around, I dig it. And he also apparently won some sort of wrestling championship (laughs) and won the belt. One of our listeners clued me in that... It was something he wore for a period to modify his powers. It's uh, something that was tied into a storyline. Excellent. And your favorite on the back, Deadpool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we had asked Hasbro about that. You know, what's the deal with Deadpool only representing one wave of figures? They kind of gave us an answer, but I feel like... They don't know for sure what's happening. I kind of get the feeling that it's going to be going for MODOK. And who else did we see on, on there? Was it Sasquatch? Yeah, it was Sasquatch on the back. So they're keeping it changed up. But this one has Deadpool, which I knew would make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he's a mutant. Fights with X-Force anyway. But let's talk about the big Mamma Jamma, the Helicarrier. I finally got mine open tonight. It was a huge ordeal to open. There are so many of those. You know, they've gotten away from the metal ties now, thank God, and now they use the recycled ties, so they cut a lot easier. But there were probably 20 I had to cut out of this thing. Jeez. (laughs) That's somebody's job. Can you imagine sitting around all day just tying stuff down like that? Because they got to tie them tight. They're hard enough to undo. I can't imagine doing them. Now, I know this is like $50 more expensive than the regular helicarrier, but I have to say I feel it is worth just about every penny of that. I'm not going to say it's worth 130 because I'm not sure the regular helicarrier is worth a full 80 but given what I went through and the hours I spent decaling that helicarrier... Oh, that was like diffusing a bomb because he was spread out on the table in our kitchen. And he had, I bought him some special tweezers that were really long and spiky, and no one could talk to him while he did this. I spent about three hours putting on decals. Now, if you make $10 an hour and spend three hours doing it, that's 30 of the 50 right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Second of all, the color on this. The last one was kind of this blue, just looked very toy, right? This one is this blackish gray. That just looks so badass. It is so much better in the color. It's really a shame the regular one isn't this color. It needed to be this color. It did. It's perfect. It's just, it's it's wonderful. Well, I guess that makes it a good exclusive then, you know? People are always complaining that they have something that's exclusive and then they put it out in stores or it's too similar to something else. You know, the better color is on the exclusive one. Yeah, it's just, it's a shame that this is hard to get. Now, I did talk to a lot of people on our Facebook page, because when the helicarrier was sitting there, I went to him and I'm like, guys, why aren't you buying this? Is it the cost? Is it the size? And people kind of looked at me and went, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was really expensive. And those who don't mind buying expensive collectibles... It's really large. They'd have to have some place four foot long to put it. You know, but even shipped from Hasbro Toy Shop, like you said, you had it in your cart and it was like $30 shipping. I put it in my cart and to my location, it was only $24 shipping. I really thought about it because that was cheaper than buying it at the con and shipping it home, which is still cheaper than like in the Star Wars line, the big Millennium Falcon that came out. That was $150 at the store. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I think there's a good value for the size that you're getting. Now, they also changed up a bunch of the colors, whereas the retail one is blue and just has a darker blue signaling the runway. Here, the runway is lined with, like, this brass color. It looks really military and really authentic. And the colors are different all the way around, whereas the retail one has a silvery fan blade. This has a goldish, brass-ish fan blade. And even the little tow truck on the back, the little crane, on the regular one, it's this cheap-looking Fisher-Price yellow plastic. On this one, it's a nice, deep red plastic. Every piece of this is an upgrade. Nice. Very nice. It was hard to tell at the con, because the one they had sitting out was in the diorama, and then the regular retail one was in a case kind of a few feet away, so it was... Kind of hard to do a side-by-side comparison, but it sounds like this one is much improved. More than just the extra foot of length. It is tremendous. I immediately went to Entertainment Earth, where they have figure stands, clear figure stands. 25 stands for $10. And I bought myself 200 stands, because I'm going to be just loading this up with figures. Very nice. So, okay, how big are we going to go? What size of helicarrier are you going to make with all the ones you bought? I've only opened one so far, but I did take it apart. The middle piece pops right out. I am worried about sagging because it does not come with extra legs. It still only has one set of legs for the back and one for the front. So the middle has to just be supported by that. Yeah, that can be kind of tricky. I think if I went with three middle sections, making it a total of six feet, the USS flag... It could have sag issues. It could really sag down, especially if I started putting Quinjets on it and figures on it. You know, we could hide some supports in the back of it to help it out. True. I could put yeah. figures underneath and put some posts there yeah. and figures in front to kind of hide it. Figures yeah, that we fly. could easily do that. Or even, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm thinking maybe you could get some wooden dowels and hide them on the inside on the bottom. That well, could be done, too. you know, they make some clear plastic dowels that you can cut easily with a saw, too. They're just like the wooden ones. They come in just different widths like those. Yeah. There'd be a lot of options, especially if you got a, something on the bottom to keep them up so they're not just sticks, if you could connect them in some way and make it almost like a pie symbol upside down. I think what I'm going to do, though, is go with... I bought four. One to keep mint in box because... God dang if Joe Quesada doesn't do some great art on these boxes. <laughs> he does. I was really kind of disappointed when I got there because we have, and I don't really do mint and box collecting, but even before we had Marvelicious Toys, I got the Galactus, and that box was so awesome, I got a second one to keep mint in box. And then when they did the Sentinel last year, I'm like, all right, I just got to keep these going. I was hoping when I heard Joe Quesada was doing the art for this, that they keep the same form factor. This is a much bigger box, but the art he did for it, it has the Avengers fighting. It's perfect for the set. He's fighting the Masters of Evil. You've got Cap versus Baron Zemo there, and Tiger Sharks on there as well. So it's a really great piece for the con. So I'm keeping one of them just mint in box because it's a gorgeous box. And the shipping box they put it in was nice, too, because it has... Nick Fury on it, the one from the first wave of cards. But I think since I've got three to open, I'm going to do a five foot, which is adding one section to it, 
a four foot, which is how it comes in the box, and then a three foot, which is one without the middle section, and just scatter them around so I have three helicarriers of different lengths and keep it varied. That's cool. I look forward to mine showing up. I'm excited to <laughs> to get it in my hands and check it out because all I've seen is it in the display case and the front of the box up against the wall at the convention. So, But I think what people wanted even more than the helicarrier was the exclusive figure that came with the helicarrier, Maria Hill. Yeah, so you, you finally have the Maria Hill in your hand. Is it the same as the Black Widow figure, just with a new head and repainted? Yeah, it does look to be the same body, just with a totally different paint job, a lot more black. You can see some of the mold lines that they painted on Black Widow. Here, they've just left them in the black plastic and put a different zipper on. The paint job makes it look like a very different figure, but it is the same buck with a new head and a new belt added on, and of course, not the wrist gauntlets. She looks absolutely nothing like Kobe Smulders. What's with the skinny <laughs> neck? That's a terrible, terrible head neck. Yeah, the, it does look like a cherry on a toothpick. <laughs> but a great paint job on the body and the face a little bit missculpted. She's got kind of a boy cut haircut. Mm-hmm. Does she have a ponytail? No, it's kind of like Billy Jean and the legend from Billy Jean at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but people are going to be clamoring for this one. I think that the white paint's going to really chip off on the ankles there, but I'm happy to have it. And I don't know if it's worth anyone spending the 60 bucks or so that she's going for on eBay for. Wow. That's half the cost of the helicarrier. Wow, some person is asking 120 just for the figures here. <laughs> yeah, she and Cap, just the figures, no helicarrier, sold for 100 bucks. Wow. And so basically, Justin, if you had wanted a second one, you could have had a free helicarrier just about. No kidding. Now, the Cap here is a Cap we've seen before. He's got a nice paint job. I really love the metallic shield, but there's nothing to write home about other than he's not the lame, no-articulation Cap that normally comes packed in with vehicles. He's a universe figure. Nice. Well, that's all the stuff from San Diego Comic-Con from Hasbro. There is so much more stuff I'm just starting to get unpacked. We will, in future shows, be looking at the Minimate sets, the Bishojos and the Captain America posters that were FX collectibles had. But let's go to... The Spectacular Store Report. I don't know about your stores, but around here, it seems like Walmart and Target are both just like slowly waiting for back to school to get out of the way before they put anything in the toy aisle for some reason. There's just nothing going on at either one of those stores right now. It doesn't help that nothing new is really shipping yet as far as figures go, but I did see at Target they have a new Avengers Superhero Squad 3-packs that going on there, and I hadn't seen these before. I'm guessing these are pretty new. I've been looking for them. We saw those at Toy Fair way back when, and I had no idea when they might ship. So there's three new sets, and the first set that I saw had, it looks like, I don't know, I'm not super familiar with all the sculpts in Superhero Squad, but there's a Hulk in there with tan pants, and then a comic-looking Loki, and a comic-looking Hawkeye. That Hulk, I know I already have one of, and that Loki as well, but this is a more metallic paint job, and it's a repainted Hawkeye as well. Okay. And that one's called Attack of Loki, and it says right on the box, comic series. So that's more of a comic-inspired set. 
Yeah, all three of these are comic series. The next one is Secret Invasion, which has a cool scroll soldier that almost looks a lot like the one that we just got in the three and three quarter line, just with kind of a black and gold rather than the purple and, and silver and blue. He's got a great, cute little face, and I don't know, his expression is just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gremlin looking. And then a neat looking Nick Fury that I don't think I've seen before. Looking badass in his trench coat and double barreling some guns. That's a different head than I've seen on Nick Fury before. Mine are always really smirky and happy. Yeah, I'm kind of digging that one. That one made me kind of think that that might be a movie pack because the Iron Man right next to it kind of looks movie version. Just paint scheme where it looks like it's more yellow than gold is just a repack of one from the earlier Iron Man ones. But mm-hmm. And then the third pack that I saw is called the Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Crazy inventive on that one. But that one comes with a Black Widow, a Thor, and another Captain America. And the Thor has a beard, and it looks kind of like his movie outfit. So maybe that's one from the Thor line. It's not looking familiar to me, but it may be one that I've just overlooked, or it may be a kit bash of an earlier Thor with a different head. Very possible. Because we've noticed they've not sculpted anything new. They've done a little kit bashing and a little here and there, but they've never done a new superhero squad sculpt for these movie lines. Hmm. Yeah, and then the Black Widow is looking pretty good in her bodysuit, fully zipped up because it's a kid's line. (laughs) (laughs) And the cap, I'm sure, came from somewhere else. I don't recognize him straight away. but I actually have that cap from way back when, when the line was pretty young, and so was I. (laughs) And so was I. And then right next to those were things that I can guarantee you I'm not going to buy. But they had, I think we talked about them before when they first announced them, but these flipping attack vehicles where you pull them back and they go so far and the feet flip over the head and it transforms into Hulk or they have Hulk, a Captain America, if you want to call it that, because it doesn't look, it looks more like a transformer. And then an Iron Man. Yeah, I'm skipping those entirely. Even when toy runs were at their bleakest and I only saw the only new thing on the shelf was the Spider-Man and Lizard flipping attack. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) And that's tough for you because when there's no toys to buy, you often make rash decisions. (laughs) That's really the only new stuff I've personally seen in stores, but I've been hearing reports of people finding the new comic packs that we just saw for the first time at San Diego Comic-Con at Toys R Us already. So it might be worth hitting those in this week and next week and see if they've gotten in in your local area. I'm pretty excited about some of those. Very cool. I am, too. I'm, I'm really into the, the white Doctor Doom and the inverted Future Foundation Spider-Man pack. That looks pretty cool. I want the Juggernaut Colossus. I like big figures. And you cannot lie. <laughs> And so when I saw that report, I went over to my Toys R Us, even though I know that they usually don't get new stuff in the middle of the week. But I did see, for the first time with my own eyes, the Helicarrier on a, on a shelf. So the retail one is out there. And Toys R Us had it for sixty nine ninety nine, which I thought was a pretty decent price. I, however, did not pick it up. I paid sixty nine ninety nine, and then I ended up buying uh, another item just for free shipping, the Mr. Potato Head, to bump it over the s- shipping. So I ended up paying seventy nine ninety nine, but getting a Mr. Potato Head in with that. The actual price was $69.99. So I imagine if this shows up at Walmart, you might be able to get it for fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, quite possibly. And thanks to, I think it was Jerry who posted it while we were at Comic-Con on our Facebook wall that he was finding Sentinels at TJ Maxx for only $29. I decided, well, when I get home, I'll check it out. 
And I went to one TJ Maxx around here, and I did find one, and I was shocked to find out that it was the promised San Diego Comic-Con colors in the regular retail box. That's incredible. Those things... I never saw them ship. This is the first time I've seen it anywhere. I mean, they had them on some online retailers had these to ship out, much like the Galactus a couple years back. This is the first time I've seen it in person outside of the special carded packaging from last year. So at 30 bucks, I was more than happy to pick that one up. But I have not seen any more at any TJ Maxx. I've been hitting them pretty pretty regularly to to see what else they have. I hit quite a few, and I was only able to find one. But she was able to find it. We hit several in the area, and there's not even shelf space that would show like they sold out. Yeah, but it's like a crazy bazaar. Every time you go there, they don't really have shelf tags. It's just throw the crap on the shelf and hope it moves. Yeah, you have to spend some time when you go into TJ Maxx. It's like you walk by, give it a quick pass over, and it's like, all right, I'm going to go back and look behind some stuff now. Oh, yeah, you, you, it's like the Goodwill. You've got to move stuff around. you got to look behind things. It's just not going to be sitting out there all pretty. And the TJ Maxx is like the Goodwill because when you go to buy a shirt, there aren't 20 of the same shirt on a rack. You have to search through an entire rack of 40 different kinds of shirts and hope you find one you like. <laughs> and hope it's in your size because it's probably the only one. And not torn or stained. <laughs> God, I hate that store. <laughs> I did notice that they've been getting more shipments of the Iron Man Armored Avenger figures. I've been finding quite a few of the Hammer Drone figures. So I've picked up a couple of those, and if anybody is still looking for those, I might head to our forums and offer them up for trade or whatever, because every time I see one, I'm like, well, geez, that was a hard-to-find figure. I might as well pick it up. (laughs) So I've amassed a little army of these guys. I wanted a couple of the Sentinels. I really wanted a minimum of one cheap we talked about before because I have this geek box display that I'm going to be putting some figures in as well. And it's a demolished city. And we mentioned how cool it would look to have like a torn apart Sentinel. It's too small to put a standing Sentinel in, but you could tear one up and put some wires out of it. And one was what I needed so I could destroy it. But it always helps when you're doing customization, especially when you're finding stuff at half price to have a backup plan. And we thought about hitting some more TJ Maxx's, but then I checked Amazon and saw that there was a Sentinel there for $31, and I'm a Prime member, so free shipping. And for that $1 difference, it's just basically sales tax, and then I don't have to waste any gas hitting any more TJ Maxx's. So I do have two. Neither one is the San Diego Comic-Con variant. They're both the retail one, but I was able to get two Sentinels for 30 apiece, and now I can start... You know, getting one head to throw around and have Wolverine clawing into it. and Are we going to have some fun deconstructing Sentinels? We are. We're going to break them apart and we're going to get out a lighter and get some blackening on them like they've been really burned. Nice. Can I suggest picking up a Dremel tool? We have one. Nice. Makes nice scuff marks and scratches. and, And I think what we need actually is one of those little baby blow torches. I was wondering just about an airbrush and some black paint, maybe. Less messy to get a little baby blowtorch. I've seen you with paint. <laughs> You've also seen me with fire. I, can I can't handle- burn down the house with air with a p- airbrush. I can do fire. <laughs> and then you guys could tear apart some old broken electronics and get some of those little wires and scuff those uh-huh. up and stuff them in his arm and his head. I actually plan on hitting Goodwill for old cassette decks and CD players and anything that might have wires in it. 
and just whatever I can buy cheap, just breaking it apart and shoving wires around and some circuitry and things, making it look like there's electronics up in there. Oh, you're making me jealous. I'm going to feel like i got to go find another one so I can tear it apart now. (laughs) Sounds like a fun way to kill a Saturday. (laughs) Also at TJ Maxx, if you remember way back when on Marvelicious Toys, when the Captain America figures were just hitting, and you were finding them, Justin, and I took a couple hours off of work and went everywhere, and all I could find was Captain America on his motorcycle in that big truck, and I bought him for full price... Yeah, he's $19 at TJ Maxx now. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's worse than that. I think it's $16.99. Oh. <laughs> That's a big vehicle. I've thought about it myself, and there's so many of them around my area that, you know, I'll keep an eye on it. And if I, if I get bored and haven't found anything in a while, I might pick one up, because that is a big vehicle for $17. Yeah. But they're also, I've been seeing some of the Iron Man vehicles with the figures there too that we've talked about in the past i think those are either 9.99 or 12.99 depending on they were either nine or eight it was a yeah they were cheap. pretty cheap and i'm still passing on them at that price i just don't need a iron man hummer or a race car <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see the helicarriers there next year yeah Nineteen ninety nine, all the helicarriers you can eat. And I did find some of the older superhero squad two packs at a store called Gordman's. Now, I think we've talked about Gordman's before, and they're pretty much just a Midwest chain, very much like TJ Maxx, just a little bit more junky, boutique-y. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they have a lot of picture frames and stuff and home decor going on, but they do have a toy section. And they had some of the two packs from a couple years back at four ninety nine. And I thought about picking a couple of them up, but I already had the ones that I liked out of that series. There's a Moon Knight and Spider-Man and Cap and his motorcycle. Our TJ Maxx had those as well. So if you don't have a Gordman's, you can always check TJ Maxx. But that's just it. It's kind of a waiting game in stores right now. As we know, in August, the new wave of Marvel Universe is supposed to hit. And those legends, they say September, but it could be August as well. So it's going to be a tense month. Oh, yeah. I have seen, if you haven't found the Black Widow and that wave yet, it might be worth hitting your stores. Because I've been seeing remnants of that wave showing up at Target and Walmart lately and and Toys R Us. At Walmart, they must have gotten like six cases in because one day I went in there and they had 12 of the Scroll Soldiers and not a single Black Widow or Hawkeye to be found. And I actually will head to the forums myself. I have a spare Black Widow that I picked up at a Disney store, and it cost a couple more bucks. But knowing people were having a hard time finding her, I thought I'd grab her while I could find her. So, But as for what's being sold online, we'll cover that in... Sales to Astonish! Now, Justin, you said the comic packs are hitting stores... If you want to order by the case, they are in stock over at Entertainment Earth, which is what gave me the heads up that they'd be hitting stores pretty soon. And that's where I saw the Juggernaut Colossus 2-pack, the first appearance Wolverine Hulk 2-pack, and the Silver Centurion versus Mandarin 2-pack. But unfortunately, it's got three repacks of the Wolverine Cap, Thor Iron Man, and Captain Britain Spider-Man. So having those, I'm not going to order the case. I'm just going to wait and hit stores. Nice. And these are going to be general retail. And this is the case that's going to go out to all stores. The White Doctor Doom and Future Foundation Spider-Man exclusive to Toys R Us. So those might be a little trickier to find if they're Toys R Us only, because I know my Toys R Us hasn't gotten new comic packs in for well over a year. Yeah, those X-Men First Class ones were a real chore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, but they're still sitting there, so I don't know if... You know why, though, Justin? (laughs) Why? The cooler. The cooler. And his trusty sidekick, the enabler. Yep. (laughs) Also at Entertainment Earth, they have the next wave. Not the next wave we're going to see, but the wave after that. Remember in our interview with Hasbro, they said figures were going to be coming fast and furious. Wave 18 is going to be shipping pretty soon... Well, Wave 19 is shipping in September, and unfortunately, this is an ugly, ugly case assortment. Yeah, not one that you can get and split. Not even one you can get for yourself, because you're going to be stuck with a bunch of figures that you already have or are already sitting on the shelves. It has a repacked Ghost Rider, a repacked Falcon, and a repacked Spider-Man. Yeah, depending on which Spider-Man that is, we're getting so many Spider-Mans coming up, it's going to be hard to tell what that one is. But And repacked Thor. Yeah, modern Thor. So you're going to get two Punishers, two Shattered Dimension Spider-Man, one Kang, which Kang is going to be the one that people are going to want to get. Mm-hmm. One per, so. Scarlet Witch is new. And so this Wave 19 has She-Hulk, and she's two per case. Then Punisher, who's two per case. Then there's Spider-Man, Future Foundation Spider-Man, and Baghead Spider-Man are going to vary out of this. And it says here... Spider-Man Red slash Blue, and then it says Shattered Dimension Spider-Man. So who knows what you're quite getting in the Spider-Man in this case. It's a mystery. Those are the ones that are the carry forward from Wave 18. The Spider-Man starts debuting in Wave 18 as both variants. No, in Wave 18, you get the two Ultimate Spider-Mans. Holy cow. See, there's so many Spider-Man coming, it's confusing. And then in Wave 19, there's two more Spider-Mans. Oh, jeez. And are either one of those the Baghead Spider-Man? Yes, Wave 19. Okay. Then Wave 19 has Kang, who is one per case, and Scarlet Witch, who is one per case. Hmm. Just start shipping multiple cases to stores. That's all I can say. So that one's a rough, rough haul, and it lets you know Scarlet Witch and Kang, those are going to be the figures people are hunting for. So if you find them... Bring them to our forums, help others out, put them up for a trade. Now, some other Comic-Con exclusives went up for sale to the general public from Gentle Giants. Initially, before the con, these were only available to the Premier Guild members. Now, anyone could go and order that Thanos mini-bust or that Blu-ray with the Reaper bust. The Blade Blu-ray sold out the day it went online. But the Thanos, even though it's only limited to 500 pieces, is still available as of this recording, but I can't imagine it will be for long. That's a good piece. Seeing it in person, it was it was impressive. If I collected busts, that would definitely be one that I would snatch up. I have a $50 coupon for General Giant, and that thing was so tempting when they put it online for everyone. I'm like, mm, for 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah. But I passed because I decided that the Deadpool family looks nice and I'd use that coupon on Lady Deadpool instead. Uh Uh-huh. I kind of thought that's where you're going with that. (laughs) (laughs) Also up for sale, Sideshow put up the item that it seems every year at Comic-Con, there's one item I see that just I have a love affair with at Comic-Con. And then I leave and it's like, Comic-Con loving had me a blast. And this year, it's been that Hulk maquette. Wow. <laughs> Was not aware you were going to... <laughs> oh, there's got to be a smash joke in there somewhere, right? Get a rhyme blast, a smash. <laughs> I honestly was scared to death this thing would be coming in at 750 to 1000 being pure polystone and everything. I really thought around 750, but it was 650 and there is no exclusive edition so it is cheaper elsewhere. Wow, it was even cheaper than I thought. 
I was saying like 700 or 800. So we all overbid, and the guy who bid a dollar wins. Exactly. (laughs) Sideshow, I think I might have forced their hand into revealing the price early because everybody was posting on their Facebook page, how much? Three, and somebody said like 350. And I'm like, 350? You're lucky if it's not a grand. (laughs) <laughs> and I just kept posting about how seven fifty minimum a thousand possible, and finally Sideshow's like it's six fifty. I think they were afraid I was going to scare everybody away from even looking at it on release day. <laughs> That's how rumors start. You mean that three thousand dollar Hulk maquette? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of three thousand dollar Hulks, not a Hulk, but I saw Big Bad Toy Store put on some new items for collections and pre-order. Life-sized Avengers movie statues and Amazing Spider-Man movie statues. Wow. Arnie, I'm very sorry that there isn't a ScarJo. That makes two of us. Yeah. It's bad <laughs> enough you rented, we bought a zoo. <laughs> the only one in here that would really tempt me, the Iron Man just looks a little bit basic for $4,100. And... Thor and Cap both look kind of creepy and weird. The one that gets me, but I'm not going to buy it because it's $3,700, but it's a double function. There's an amazing Spider-Man life-size statue atop a DVD storage base. So it's both (laughs) functional and attractive, but its shipping weight is 490 pounds. Wow. Look, our... Delivery people are probably already pissed at us anyway. This would have to come special freight. Mm-hmm. But it can hold 168 DVDs, Blu-rays, discs, or games. That is pretty sweet. The only thing I feel like is a little bit gauche is the fact that they put the logo right on the base there. Like, that didn't need to be there. We know who Spider-Man is. You don't need to advertise it, especially at that price. I would have preferred it if they put it at the bottom instead of right there at the top of the DVD storage below Spider-Man. Maybe he just sits on top of them and you can turn that side towards the wall because they sell just the Spider-Man, too, without the case. The case is $500. You can get the Spider-Man for $31.99. Oh, but it looks like that part of the base is attached to the Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Well, according to Big Bad Toy Store, this is a must-have for any Spider-Man fan. <laughs> Let's put that to the test. <laughs> Yes, I'm not a Spider-Man <laughs> fan. But there is a Spider-Man foil hat I may need from superhero stuff. I'm going to have to veto this. Come on, this is a Pimpin' hat. Is it Pimpin' Arnie? It uh, is truly Pimpin'. It is big Pimpin'. Are you a pimp, Arnie? Pimpin' ain't easy. Are you hitting any raves anytime soon? Somebody on our Facebook page said this would be perfect for New Year's Eve, and she was not wrong. <laughs> New Year's Eve, Mardi Gras. You're still going to look like the biggest douchebag ever. (laughs) (laughs) It is a little bit douchey. I got to agree. And then a final statue. We talked a while back that Lou Ferrigno himself licensed a line of Hulk stuff. I really want to know how this licensing works, folks. Yeah, (laughs) and I just want to say something. Lou Ferrigno is no George Takai. (laughs) His pictures are, like, not even mildly amusing that he's been posting. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, thanks for trying, buddy. (laughs) Well, Big Bad Toy Store has the first Hulk statue from Ferrigno Fit, which is his fitness center and his statue manufacturer. (laughs) And energy drink. (laughs) It's 26 inches high and... I have to say, you know, we did a whole bunch of Incredible Hulk TV movie reviews for now playing. I'm still trying to work my way through the entire series. I'm enjoying it, but time is of a premium right now. I was all primed to buy a Lou Ferrigno Hulk statue. I wanted it. 
and then I saw it. Yeah, because you have fond memories of Hulk. I have fond memories of Hulk. We got strong-armed, literally, into buying his autobiography. Which I reviewed over at BookSinatros.com. It's, wow, you just need to listen to the review. But this is, eh. It doesn't look like him. No, it, it looks like a caricature of somebody described it to someone else, and then it went to, like, the telephone game. <laughs> yeah, this is a police concept artist sketch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of somebody describing Hulk from the 70s. And that artist was blind. Speaking <laughs> blind artist, it's funny you say that. I think his face looks more like the blind sculpture of Lionel Richie in the <gasps> Hello video. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> That's what I thought before you ever said blind artist is this is what the blind artist sculpted of Lionel Richie. Oh, my God. It is Lionel Richie. I almost made Marjorie spit water on her mouth. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that video. It was so awful and tragic. <laughs> and, Lou, I love you, man, but you never had these veins. It looks like you took any Bowen Hulk statue and just put a vaguely reminiscent of the 70s head on it. Yeah, because this is way bigger than Frigno ever was. You know, the pecs are, I mean, Frigno was not small, but this is bigger than any was. He won, like, a Guinness record for being biggest, but he never had those veins like that as seen through the makeup. The makeup was never this two-tone. It was always that green oil paint. Yeah. If this looked like the screen jumped off, like that Amazing Stories episode where the Hulk jumped out of the screen, if it was that, I would have really gone for it. But looking like this... There's no way, if, even if this went on clearance for half price, it's 325 it's listed at 400 If this went on for half price at 160 I would still not buy this. Yeah, it just, I think you hit the nail on the head. It looks like they took some other sculpt of the Hulk and just popped a close enough representation of Ferrigno on top of it. Because the, the green is off, it's way too bright. You're saying the veins didn't have them. I think he's way too big. That's Ferrigno was never that big, and the hair is completely goofy. Well, there's a better Hulk coming, and we'll get to that in... This just in... News from the web! Well, we thought we were reaching the end of our Hot Toys. We saw the Iron Man March 7 at Comic-Con... They're still teasing some pictures of it. That thing's going to be going up for order soon. And we were like, well, that just leaves Hulk. That just leaves Hulk. And they started revealing some pictures of Hot Toys Hulk. And this figure is huge. You can see other figures there. We wanted to know if it would be to scale. It clearly looks to scale. Oh, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to have to do it. Oh, is this going to be your first one? My first Avengers one. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's the one who got me into this, let's not forget. <laughs> the enabler and the cooler. That's right. The enabler knows where to draw the line. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks like the other hot toys come up just above mid-torso, and he's a full chest and head above all the others. Just perfect. Some people were complaining about his hair. Now that we're seeing prototype pictures, <laughs> it's not fully painted. I'm not really loving the facial expression, but I'm hoping for alternate heads. Or, again, this isn't done. These are some leaked photos that, that somebody photographed of a magazine from Japan. Right. But we thought that was the end, Justin. I'm sorry, is it? But wait, there's more! There are <laughs> two more Hot Toys coming. First, Son of Cole, Agent Coulson. Nice. I can only pray he comes with Captain America deck of cards. Kind of looks like it in this magazine picture. Look around his feet. 
Yeah. Looks like some briefing material and looks like some trading cards down there. And he had that giant gun that he didn't know what it did. It seems that it'll be coming with that accessory. Hot Toys is loving to give us big guns. So basically what we're seeing right now is a dude in a suit. Yeah. Which you have to not buy with your loafer rule. Yep. (laughs) Very true. What's the loafer rule? I don't think I've heard this. <laughs> no hot toys that wear loafers. No figures that wear loafers. It's, yep. if it, that's, that's where he drew the line was a figure <laughs> in loafers when we got mech test Tony Stark. <laughs> because right now we're looking at the world's most expensive Ken doll. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But again, the hot toys likeness and Coulson being the one who brought the Avengers together. I mean, it's him or Maria Hill when you get to the B-listers from there. And I'm, gl- I mean, or you're down to the blonde chick in the restaurant and looking up at the sky from all the trailers. Which was the girl from Growing Pains, the little baby. <laughs> and then one I never saw coming. I kind of thought they might do Coulson. I mean, he's a standard body, true type body. They just need a head and a men in black suit and they're good. But I never thought they'd do a Chitari and they're doing a Chitari. Yeah. I mean, talk about one of the most sculpt heavy pieces to do. That's why I would think they wouldn't even try to get into it, because all the detail that needs to go into that, there's nothing reused from any other hot toy. This is 100% sculpted from scratch. It's probably a couple months away, at least, but it's okay, hot toys. We've been doing it pretty hot and heavy. I think we need to slow down and just kind of take our relationship slowly now. (laughs) So So are you going to get a Chitari when they announce it? I'm all in, Justin. I'm all He's in. All in. Not no reason to even ask anymore. Hmm. Well, to finish off this week, we have a special guest joining us. She has her own toy blog and is been really nice and listens to our show and gives us lots of shout outs on Twitter. And joining us now is Tanya Tate, adult film actress and toy blogger. Hello. Hello. <laughs> For those not familiar with you, why don't you tell people about your work and your site, JustAlotOfTanya.com? I've been having my Just A Lot Of Tanya cosplay website for about just over a year. It just started off as me taking pictures of myself when I went to one of the San Diego Comic Con. And it's grown from there. So part of my weeks I spend on my little blog site. They need to go and check it out now, don't they? The first thing they'll be doing is go to justalaratanya.com. What made you go to San Diego Comic-Con? Well, actually, I was in San Diego, I think it must have been 2009. And I wasn't going to Comic-Con at the time. I was just visiting. And I saw all these people. And they were all walking around San Diego streets in all like these superheroes and fancy dress. And I was like, oh my God, what's that? And um, I found out that it was um, San Diego Comic Con. So the following year, I knew that I was going to be in town. And I decided to get myself some tickets and get myself down to San Diego Comic Con. And I chose a very sexy Emma Frost costume. Yeah, it's tiny (laughs) but it's still safe away because then you you know there's going to be families and you know what have you but it's like picture this a little tiny miniskirt a boob tube with a cape long elbow length gloves and some thigh high white pvc boots and that was the first time that i'd ever really gone public dressing up 
as a superhero. And for me, it was it was really weird because I'm used to having people photograph me in different positions or different states of being clothed or sometimes unclothed. But to have all my clothes on and then people were still looking at me, I was, I was kind of a bit taken aback at first. And it took me a little while to get used to people saying, hey, can I have your picture? Hey, <laughs> every few steps I walked. Where it was really cool. Well, comics are a great source for ideas for costumes and stuff. Are you are you into comics themselves? When I was a kid, I used to read comics, but we used to have kind of different comics. We had like the Beano and the Dandy, and these were more like, um, I don't know how you describe them. They were like some of the comics that they have nowadays, but that's what I used to read when I was a kid. And I used to get like the annuals, like the Beano annual and Dandy, and I had like Desperate Dan and Beryl Apparel. <laughs> there is all that i am really really busy but sometimes i do take time out to read comics i like i like the hulk he's one of my favorites (laughs) and of course your blog focuses a lot on toys comic toys horror toys movie-based collectibles when did you really start collecting i think Probably I started picking bits up when I went to San Diego Comic-Con in 2010. You know, some of the different box sets up. But then, you, you know, they're easy to buy online or when I go to some of the local stores. Or even sometimes, you know, you can go and get your superhero squads from Target. <laughs> They've always got the new ones coming out. So it's only really been the past, you know, couple of years, really. Well, it definitely sounds like you've caught the collecting bug like the rest of us have. How how big of a collection do you have? I've never sat down and actually counted them. I think probably one of the biggest collections is probably the Pops. I definitely like my Pops. They're probably some of my favorites. And I've just started into Vinylmation, all the Disney Vinylmation as well. Where it's Sometimes it's scary because you'll buy just a couple, and the next minute you're like... <gasps> That's a good one. Oh, I've not got that one. I'll buy that one. And it, it just works. <laughs> <laughs> How is your fan base responding to your mix of toy reviews and adult entertainment? Do you find that people discover you now through toy reviews that are shocked to find out that you are an adult film star? It's funny, you know, when I go out to the conventions, I will go out and people will say, hey, can I have my picture with you? And I'll be like, sure, no problem. And then I always have my little cards, my little flyers, just a lot of tiny because... You know, people might want to go and check me out. They might want to tweet the picture. They might want to Facebook the picture. And it's funny because I have a lot of people afterwards that will find me on on the social networks or email me and it's like, and they'll say, "Oh, I didn't know that was you, Tanya Tate." Oh, <laughs> and so so either they saw me and didn't realise it was me and they knew who I was, or suddenly they discovered my other work. <laughs> and it's it's cute really because they, they're always they're always really sweet but sometimes it's nice as well when you go to the conventions because i'll i'll tweet and i'll tell people in advance and i'll put blog posts up and sometimes i'll even do little videos hey guys you know i'm going to be going to you know whichever convention it's going to be at if you see me come and say hi and people will come up to me and it's like tiny tate <laughs> i'm like hi it's me 
I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I I think there is a, a big crossover. Definitely the people that found me from the toys, I do think a lot of them attempted to have a peek at my other work. And some of the guys that, you know, like my adult work as well, they're also into comics and, you know, all that kind of stuff, what, what they call, you know, they say we're into geeky stuff and now we're into you. It's like, that's cool as well. Because then they can see the other side, you, you know. if it, It's good to be... It's good to have different options, you know, where they can look at me. And especially nowadays, people want to look me up. Well, it's, you know, they're supposed to be working or something. A lot of companies, you know, they block adult websites. Or sometimes in other countries, you know, certain countries, um, they will block adult sites. But you can still get, you know, all the safer websites, the social media, me YouTube channel, me just a lot of tiny sites. So it's still cool that they can, you know, keep in touch with me, so to speak, or check, check me out while we're in places that we shouldn't really be looking at the naughty stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of people in the world trying to talk to me, and I cannot physically talk to everybody. It's so hard. <laughs> but I have it there so that they can talk to me. I can tell them what I'm doing. You know, last night I was going to bed, and don't know if you look on my Facebook, I put up a little picture. This is what I'm wearing for bed tonight. And it was a little pair of She-Hulk pajamas. And it was so cute. It was like this little vest and these little hot pants. And it was like, um, I think they call it a cami. But it was like little cute pajamas. I was like, I'm wearing this for bed tonight. <laughs> and they were all like, yay. <laughs> I've got the Captain America set. Those are really cute. I love those. Yeah, they're cute. that's cute. I've What else have I got? I've got the Wonder Woman. I've got Spider-Man. Yeah, I've got three. I don't. Yeah, I've got three of them. I have loads of pajamas. That's when I'm at home. Imagine me sitting at my house on my computer because that that's what I do when I'm not you know out shooting or out out and about. I'm always sitting at home on my computer. I always put like my little cute pajamas on. So and because they're like little shorts and vest top, um, and it's in the daytime, I tend to like wear them. They're cute. I like them. And they're off my wish list. Actually, I have a wish list. A lot of my fans, what they'll do, they'll look at my wish list and see what I like, and then they'll send me something from it. And then I thank them back by sending them, like, little pictures of me, like, wearing the outfit or holding the gifts. And it's cute. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned kind of the geek audience, and with that, there's kind of been this hit in the media the past few years of the advent of the geek girl and some of the G4 hosts and things. It really seems to be a buzz in the media. Do you find that having geek interests is helping you to be more relatable to your fans from your adult work? I've never done any what they call geeky movies as such. You know, sometimes they do like nerdy movies. They've never put me in any of them. And they've done like a lot of superhero parodies but, of course, I don't speak with the American accent, and apparently all superheroes are American. <laughs> so it's like, you can't speak American, so I'm like, okay. In terms of people's label geeky, I don't really understand the label of geeky. I just like doing what I do, and I just hope that they, if they enjoy what I do, just watch me. <laughs> it's funny sometimes... Um, I'll just start the videos, you know, when I'm on, say if I'm on set and I'm like doing like, I do a lot of behind the scenes videos and a lot of it's, it, most of it's impromptu where I just start talking. Sometimes people will put the camera on me and I'll be like, hey, this is what I've been doing and you need to get onto this side, you need to check this out. And sometimes people are like, you should really sell products. <laughs> 
I think, I think, oh, imagine some hot kind of babe kind of describing, hey, don't you want to come buy this new Hulk figure? And if someone wants me to start being their girl, their go-to girl, then, you know, I'm, I'm open to opportunities. <laughs> I'm open to ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, Tanya, thanks very much for your time. I have to just give you credit because you are the blog I go to now to figure out what superhero squads are repaints and kit bashes and everything. I mean, you really know your stuff when it comes to those different figures. There was uh, the Gwen Stacy that came out recently for Amazing Spider-Man. We couldn't figure it out. Your blog pointed out that it was an old (laughs) Marvel girl there. Sometimes I just get them and just like compare them and i'll pull them out i'll I'll go written in the boxes and i'll be like pulling them out and be like yeah that's the same and when you stand them next to each other and you you can see it and it's like that's where it's from i'm I'm glad that you that you find the information there (laughs) (laughs) well thanks a lot and to our listeners don't forget you can head to justalotatanya.com we will link to that from our homepage marveliciousToys.com or you can follow her on twitter at tanya tate thanks for having me thanks to tanya tate and again we will have links to her twitter feed and her safe for work website there is a not safe for work one if you're not careful <laughs> but her safe for work website, her Twitter feed, not so safe for work. No. And, but her safe for work toy review website where you can see safe for work toy review videos and cosplay videos from our website, marveliciousToys.com. And that is our show for the first of August of this year. But I think I want to let the listeners in on something that we're going to be starting in September. We're going to have our show on the 15th of August, as usual. But then after that, we're actually going to take a little bit more time. And our next show after that will be coming out not on September 1st, but September 5th. Because Marvelicious Toys is going weekly on Wednesdays. Weekly on Wednesdays. Woohoo! So starting September 5th you'll be able to get a dose of Marvelicious Toys every week because we've decided there's just too much toy goodness to do twice a month. Especially with all the things that we know are coming down the pipeline very soon, we're going to end up with a backlog of stuff to talk about. Yep, so we'll probably be doing news every other week and then reviews every other week. You'll find it all starting September 5th at MarveliciousToys.com. So please, if you enjoy the show... Tell a friend, post on a comic message board, give us a review on iTunes. We really could use some word of mouth and some support in that regard. We know that our Facebook fans and our Twitter followers have really been growing, but, you know, help spread the word about us because we're still a pretty young podcast compared to some of the other shows we do, and we'd really appreciate your support, and we are going to start, you know, paying more attention to voicemails and some listener interaction as well. So head to our Facebook, head to our Twitter, and let us know what you'd like to see when the show starts going weekly. So until next time, true collectors. Make mine marvelous. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. 
It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Podcast enhancement by Barrett. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved. It's not the same body that they've been using for the the Dakin. Dakin? Dakin. Dakin. Rockin' like Dakin. Rockin' like Dakin. But damn you, Justin, now I'm looking up under his skirt. <laughs> Not going to see much other than a T-bar. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm T-barring him for this figure. Yeah, I don't know why you're looking up the action figure's <laughs> nose. You look up their noses, their skirts. <laughs> T-barring, baby. <laughs> the boob articulation, the waist articulation, and the hip articulation. It all lines up pretty well, so... I'm always a fan of boob articulation. <laughs> There's Thanos on one? I think we no, saw no, Sass. No, 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 His Thanos was falling. Oh. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you not put him there by your tea? Were you using the Infinity Gauntlet? Here the gaunt... <laughs> Ow. What happened? I'm looking at the helicarrier behind me while talking to the mic, and my headphones hit the mic and jacked my face. Ouch. I look forward to mine showing up. I'm excited to <laughs> to get it in my hands and check it out because all I've seen is it in the display case and the front of the box up against the wall at the convention. So by the time this show comes out, Justin will realize Arnie stole his helicarrier. <laughs> Damn you, Arnie! Fair is fair. No, Arnie, do it better. You do it. Fire's fire! I got through that Texas accent in there. And I'm I mean, or you're down to the blonde chick in the restaurant and looking up at the sky from all the trailers. Which was the girl from Growing Pains, the little baby. Yeah, Chrissy, ta yeah. Chrissy Taylor? I know that is a model. Oh. And also Ben Stiller's wife, not the same people. Little Chrissy, she was in the movie What Women Want with Mel Gibson. All right. Your knowledge right. of chick flicks scares me sometimes. <laughs>